Hey, I'm Diane. And I'm Katie. And we're just two moms juggling multiple jobs and kids. Life is crazy, loud, beautiful, and messy. And we're here to talk all about it. So grab a drink and let's head to the porch or patio and shoot the shit. No judgment. It's going to get real. And it all starts right now. I'm good besides my itchy rash over my body. I know. I feel like every time we get on, there's like something happening. (laughs) Uh, Seriously, I'm a hot mess, like total hot mess. Like my friend took stitches out of my arm the other day and then I've got this rash all over my body. We basically had a hematoma on your arm, but it's okay. No big deal. Oh God, it's so terrible. I'm falling apart big time. I just need it to be nice outside so I can just start maybe having a better mood just because of that because the rest of the stuff that's going on with me is not helping but anyways well we're here it went from 50 to 70 let's take it run with it well we're excited to also be recording another episode this is always a really fun um night for us um and we have a guest tonight i'm excited i know so our guest cassie uh, I met her when I was working in Ch- at Chili's years ago, which seems like <laughs> ages ago. Every time I tell someone, I'm like, yeah, we met at Chili's. They're like, what? I'm like, I know, but it was a great job. Um, but anyway, so... Uh, Wait, did y'all work together at Chili's? Yeah, we were both waitresses. Oh my God, I love I know. It. We were like, the, I would like to say the only like somewhat normal person there because they're... We had some people that just were, they like loved us because we would show up basically. Right. Right. Um, But anyways, yeah. I mean, Cassie can say more if she wants to. She's like itching to like probably chime in. But anyways, um, Cassie is a, just a motivating mom, um, boss mom, I should say. And going from working at Chili's to now where she's at is just so incredible. And I just wanted to pick her brain and hear how she does life and as an entrepreneur. So please help us welcome Cassie Wheeler from Live Love Bar. Hi, Cassie. Hi. <laughs> hey. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited about this. We're really yes, excited, we're excited too, as you can tell. You. I'm really jazzed right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like totally really honored that you even asked me to do this. I'm really excited. I'm excited to hear the story. I know. I think it's always really cool to hear where people started. And I mean, because your business has grown so fast, so quickly, and I don't think it's by luck. So I think it's really cool to hear, you know, the backstory to it all. Yeah. Yeah, So Cassie, why don't we just start off at least just talking about um, like, tell us your story and what we need to know about you. And then we'll dive into your business and stuff, but maybe a little bit more of your background, because I think that's really interesting. Um, and I know that probably ties into your business. And then also, like, who lives in your home? Okay. I just got to say, uh, that's your favorite question. Who, li- who do you live with? Who lives in well, your home? Well, because you could, you could say that, you know, you don't know. It could be just no, I know. my so bird. Kidding. My bird. <laughs> my pet <Peter>. bird. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Sorry, Cassie, to interrupt. I'm excited. Go ahead. Tell us all about you. Oh, sorry. She has a baby with uh, her, everyone. So I have it's... a little baby, a newborn, yes. Yeah. Um, okay. She might, I might need to take her back. 
Okay, so I, let's see, let me go back here. Um, I had spent basically my whole childhood as a competitive dancer and a cheerleader as well. And that was pretty much my passion was performing and kind of entertaining. You know, I remember my parents signing me up for, let's say, soccer, and that didn't go so well. I was, like, (laughs) doing cartwheels and not even paying attention, picking flowers like the typical uh, little girl. (laughs) (laughs) So definitely entertaining and, like, in a creative way was, you know, my forte, what you will. Um, so I grew up doing that all through high school and then went on to Framingham State College, which is now Framingham State University. And I cheered there for just one year, my freshman year in college. And then I kind of took a year off. And then when I was a junior in college, I auditioned to be a Patriots cheerleader and was lucky enough um, to be selected. At the time, there was 24 spots on the team. So out of about over 600 women that try out every year I was super lucky to have been chosen to be a Patriots cheerleader so that was pretty much a dream come true having cheered my whole life uh, although I will say cheering in the NFL is definitely more dance than it is cheering um, but I had both backgrounds so that kind of making that team I think pretty much changed my life entirely um, it gave me so much experience in a professional sense. Um, I was introduced to people that like I never imagined I would ever meet. Um, Not that everybody's a big fan, but I mean, I've even met President Trump before, you know, so it was just um, unbelievable. And I got to cheer in two Super Bowls, 38 and 39, which seems like eons ago. Uh, We won both of those. So it was into duck boat parades and just got to do a lot of really cool stuff on a professional level and swimsuit calendars and all sorts of stuff. Um, my freshman year, I, oh my gosh, freshman year, here I go. My rookie year, I, mm-hmm. I was um, awarded rookie of the year. So that's like a pretty big award. Um, and it was pretty amazing and kind of blew me away. And then my last year I was a team captain. So at the time, you could only do it for three years, so I auditioned every year and was welcomed back to each year. And then after that, I decided I was going to go to nursing school. <laughs> so um, I didn't really know career-wise where I was headed, and at Framingham State, I was studying nutrition, but kind of realized I didn't want to be a nutritionist. I think the although I was really interested in like food science and all of that, and healthy eating has always been a passion of mine. But the actual job of being a nutritionist just didn't really um, jive with me. So I, while I went to nursing school, I worked for the Kraft family. They actually own a paper company, and it is within Gillette Stadium. It's called International Forest Products. And so I worked there for Dan Kraft, who is uh, Mr. Kraft's son. You often, like, see him sometimes when they do a pan of the Krafts, like, you know, at the football game, like, sitting there watching um, – watching the team play Homer away. So anyways, I worked for him for four years while I went to nursing school and they were super supportive of me throughout school. And even when I became a nurse and uh, applied for my first job and was accepted and, you know, gave my notice there, I, I, um, they were just so supportive and so great. And I can't say enough good things about 
them and the craft family. But yeah, Katie, while I was also doing nursing school and working at International Forest Products, I did pick up a little side gig at Chili's. That's <laughs> <laughs> where we met. And we got to talking. And Katie, you were in photography school, I think, at mm-hmm. the time, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. And so it was kind of like doing a million things but that's just me anyways I don't like to like sit still I'm not like if I have a free minute I'm like okay I need to do something it's just always been me so why not have basically three jobs at the same time so um sounds familiar for us too yeah Yeah, familiar right I know like how much more can you possibly fit into a day right like because what time is it right now (laughs) I know right (laughs) um so yeah in 2010 I graduated from nursing school um And then also got married like two weeks after I graduated, I believe it was. Um, So I actually took the boards right before the wedding and I married my college sweetheart, I guess you would say. Um, My husband and I are both from the same town and he's five years older than me, but we ended up going to the same college. So he was like a second semester senior and I was a freshman and I think because we were from the same town and we knew a lot of the same people, we kind of just like hit it off. And um, so anyway, so I, I I became a nurse and started my nursing job at Norwood Hospital and got married all within the matter of months, pretty much back in 2010. Wow. Um, so I took my first job at Norwood Hospital as a pediatric and med surg uh, registered nurse. And I worked there for four and a half years. And then let's see in 2012, though, I became a mom. So we had our first son, Jameson, in March of 2012. And I think when I went back to working at the hospital after having him, I just kind of started to resent it a little bit. I don't I don't really know. There was just kind of a shift where it was like before I had my son, I like loved nursing and I loved the career. Um, you know, it's super challenging and fast paced. And it's one of those things where when you you walk in the doors, you just don't know what's going to happen. And to me, that was kind of exciting. But after I had my son, it kind of made me more anxious. I started like I don't know, just becoming even more empathetic towards my patients because I, every patient I, I would be like, Oh my gosh, this is somebody's like child. This is somebody's baby. Like it was just now, now I'm a mom. You know how, like when you become a mom, like you're, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like everything changes, right? Like mm-hmm. the way you think about things and see the world and everything changes. Um, so on this floor that we worked on, it was like a pediatric floor, but we also would have like adult med surge patients. So it was really tricky because I'd be caring for like a newborn with like a respiratory virus at the same time that I'd be caring for like an 80 year old man that was dying. You know, it was just wow. uh, really hard to kind of um, balance all those different kind of patients in one shift. And it just created a lot of anxiety for me. And I just couldn't leave it at the hospital when I went home I would just think about it and think about it and it would just um it was making me like super anxious and although you know I loved caring for people in their hardest moments you know that that was something that I did enjoy doing and I do I do I did love being a nurse and I still love being a nurse I still have my license but um I don't miss like the stress of it all I guess you could say so when um, my son turned about 18 months old I started just teaching like exercise bar classes on the side. So if like a listener doesn't know what bar is, you basically use a ballet bar for support and you do like small isometric 
movements um, in a repetitive way to thin and tone um, the body. So there's no dance required, but you just, you use like ballet positioning, but you're not dancing at all. You're not doing ballet. Katie, I think you've taken it before. I don't Mm -hmm. know, Diane, if you have or not yet, but um, so anyway, so I started teaching it at a local dance studio, a studio that I actually danced at my whole life. And I, I contacted her, the owner, and I said, you know, would you mind if I borrowed your studio, you know, when you don't have classes and just tried to teach these classes just to see if anybody in the community would be interested. And uh, she said, yeah, sure. And, you know, these are the times that it's available and go ahead and do your thing. So I, you know, gave it a name. I called it Beauty Bar. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to name the business. And I created a Facebook page because that, you know, is free advertising. And I just am from Franklin. So it was easy for me to kind of get the word out to the community and like friends that were still in town. And they just said like, hey, guys, you know, I'm teaching bar classes at the dance studio. Come sign up. It was $10 a class. and It was cash only. So, um, before I knew it, it took off, like they, every class I was offering, there was like 20 people taking them sometimes even more. And so it was only about four months later that I'm like, you know what, like, I want to try and open a studio. This is like, we have a need for this in this town. At the time there wasn't any bar classes like really around anywhere. Um, so I found a small little space in downtown, in the downtown area. It was like on the second floor. It was about 350 square feet. So that's like really small. Katie, I don't know if you ever went to that studio. You did, right? Yes, yeah, I photographed in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it was second floor above a restaurant and it was this tiny space. And my husband and I like pretty much put our heart and soul into it. We gutted it. We did new floors, painted it, you know, had professional mirrors installed and it was really really pretty and really cute um you know it was tiny so to fill the class it was only like nine clients so um that opened in September of 2013 September 28th actually wow and yeah so I opened as like a DBA like just like Cassie Wheeler doing business as live love bar and it was great from September to January. It was super busy. And I remember looking at the schedule. Um, it was, I was teaching 18 classes a week and I was teaching them by myself. And right after the first of the year that January, so it was January, 2014, every single class was full for that week ahead, you know? And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so crazy. This is too good to be true. Um, and then it, the rest, there was a restaurant underneath it and it caught on fire and that smoke and flames went all the way up to my studio and basically destroyed it. Um, yeah, so that was awful. And I thought, you know, I can't afford like this big commercial space because commercial real, like real estate is just so scary, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm never going to find anywhere. Like, this is the perfect place to start. I had planned to at least stay there maybe like a year, you know, while I was building the business. So long story short, I ended up not giving up. I almost went back to nursing. But um, at the time, I was just nursing per diem and doing the studio when the fire happened. But um, I ended up finding a perfect space in Franklin. And we just, like, re-gutted it. You know, it needed to be all redone as well. And it was a big investment. It was twice the size, but I just kind of took a leap of faith and went with my gut. And I remember my dad saying, and my dad is like, I don't know, he's just very, um, 
like tight with his wallet, very like old old school, you know, very like strict when it comes to all that. And he just like looked me square in the face and was like, you need to do this. You know, Aww. you have a good thing going. Don't give up. This isn't like just because this happened doesn't mean you need to throw this all away. Like, you know, I think you should do this. So I was like, all right, I'm trusting the, my old man. Like he's telling <laughs> me I should do this. So signed the lease for three years and opened in a brand new space in March of 2014. And it has since been um, five years total that I've been in business. I've resigned my three-year lease and extended it, and everything is going really well. Wow. Um, yeah. So I now have two more kids <laughs> uh, somewhere along the way. So in in August of 2015, we welcomed another baby boy, Jacoby. And then just this past August, we had our third and final baby, a little girl named Taya. So. That's me pretty much in a nutshell. I love it, Cassie. I love how you didn't, your resilience and how you didn't give up. And, um, cause that, I remember hearing the news, um, about the smoke and I was like, oh no, I literally had just taken pictures there. Like, I don't think we ever really shared those pictures ever. No, (laughs) we like, I've used them here and there, but yeah, because I mean, by the time we got them, the fire, like soon, soon after, and then it was like, all right, well, (laughs) it's crazy, you know? Yeah. So, it's um, what was your, do, do you have like a why to your, your reasoning of having a bar studio besides the, the dance background? Was there something that you yeah. loved about that or, um, where does that all come from? I think like the reason why I became a nurse, so to speak, um, and this is going to relate to your question. So the reason why I became a nurse is because I love helping people. I am, honestly, like, I'm a really big empath, like, I really, like, I feel what other people feel type of thing. And so um, I grew up with my mom and dad being in and out of the hospital constantly, they both just have like chronic health issues. And um, I just remember as a little girl, how important it was to, you know, when when nurses were caring for my parents, like to have that one nurse that would kind of go out of her way to come over to me because they'd see this like frightened little girl and say like, it's okay, your mom's going to be okay. I'm going to take great care of her. You know, um, it just just meant so much to me as a kid, you know, because Mm -hmm. I had this big fear of something terrible happening to them just because it seemed like they were constantly sick. And so I, you know, kind of did some soul searching, decided I wanted to be a nurse for that reason. Like I wanted to be that nurse for people to care for them and they're like in their toughest times or their darkest hours or just to support their family as well. Um, so that's why I became a nurse. But then, like I said, when I started to kind of resent the anxiety part of it after becoming a mom, I knew I wanted to do something that was in the health field, so to speak, something where I could still inspire people and still, you know, enforce healthy living, but in a way that wasn't sad, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so that's why when I started teaching these classes, I'm like, wow, like I'm helping people, I'm inspiring them. They're moving their bodies. They're living it. You know, they're trying to live in a more healthy way and I feel good about it. You know, I don't feel like scared or anxious or, um, burnt out. Like this is, this is crazy that this could be my job, but, um, it looks like that's the way, you know, my journey is leading me, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just kind of rolled with it. It's awesome. When you ended up leaving nursing, like how did you know it was the right time? 
you know, um, I, I had gone per diem when I opened the studio. So, you know, I was working, I, I was working full time until I got pregnant with my first son. And then I went down to like 24 hours, which is considered part time after I had him. Um, and then when I opened the studio, I went per diem and I realized that like I was working, but the fi- the studio had taken off so much that the studio became my full-time job without me even realizing it, you know, mm-hmm. and financially I didn't need nursing because the studio was doing really well. And it was just taking me away from my family because when you're a nurse at a hospital, you work every other weekend, you work holidays, you know, I remember like crying, working my son's first Christmas in the hospital I mean, there's patients there, so you have to care for them. And my son was a newborn, so he had no idea it was Christmas. But to me, it was like I waited my whole life to be a mom. And here I have mm-hmm. my, my first baby, and I'm leaving on Christmas. And it just felt, um, you know, it just felt wrong. Like I just didn't I didn't love that part of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so financially, I didn't need it at the time. And so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to keep my license. And I still have my license, and I could always go back to it. Um, if I needed to in any way, but, um, it just, it just, it just felt right at the time. It felt like, you know, I did per diem for a while, maybe a good like eight or nine months before I, um, decided that I was going to stop entirely. Yeah. It was tough though. Like I definitely cried a little bit (laughs) (laughs) and I also made some really great friends that I'm still in touch with that are just like amazing women that still work at the hospital that I, you know, I still see every once in a while and, and, and am connected to that you know, are super special to me too. So that made it a little harder too to leave, but we still kept in touch, which is good. That's awesome. If you were to go back, you know, and and maybe just think about your journey with Live Love Bar, if you were to give yourself advice at the beginning of this whole journey, what would you tell yourself? Hmm. I know that's a tough one. I feel like, well, advice I would give would just be to, to really just to believe in myself and to follow my gut, which is basically what I have done thus far. Um, maybe to not, um, I don't know, maybe not to wear my heart on my sleeve, like so much. I think it's hard as the business has grown. It used to be like, it was so small that I knew every client and I taught every class myself. So I could tell you every client's story, you know, it was like, Mm -hmm. they're all like, an extended family member, but now it's grown so much that anytime you're in the public eye, you open up the possibility of, you know, negative feedback. And there's been some of that, of course, over the years. And I've taken a lot of that really personally in this past year. It's happened probably the most this past year, which has been really trying for me, um, you know, and so I would tell myself to just let that go and to not dwell on, on, on anything that's like negative like that, because there's so much more positive and there's so many more, um, good things to look at that, you know, I spent a little bit too much time, especially over this past year, um, thinking about like negative, negative things that, you know, cause people will find anything to complain about. Unfortunately, you know, mm-hmm. I remember my mom, my parents owned businesses growing up and they would be like, Oh, you can't please everybody, you know, just like service with a smile. And I try to do that. And I try to remind myself that, um, but there definitely have been a few times where I'm like, I quit. Not <laughs> why I'm doing this. You know what I mean? Like this is supposed to be happy and, you know, inspiring, but it just, it, it comes with the territory I think too. So I would tell myself to just let it go. You know, yeah, right. 
Cassie, this is actually perfectly leads into a question that I just thought of. So I'm sorry, it's not written down for you to see, but, um, I feel like your, your space is such a, such a positive, welcoming, everyone's welcome there. And I love that about it because you could be me who's never taken a yoga class and at one point had never taken a bar class, um, (laughs) or someone who is, you know, just walking in, struggling to lose weight or just coming back from a baby and you never feel like you don't belong. Um, I, I know that there's a lot that must go into that with who you choose to be instructors and the way that you run the space. But, um, I want to know, know a little bit more about that. And I want our listeners to know so they can not be afraid to come and try a class because I think that's, what's so inviting about your space is that it's just so welcoming to everyone. Yeah, no, thank you for saying that. Um, that is huge to me. Um, it's pretty much everything. I am very, very picky, uh, what you will, when it comes to inviting, uh, someone to work at the studio, whether it be at the front desk or as an instructor. Um, I make sure that, you know, I'm only hiring people that display confidence and happiness and that seem genuine and not only seem it, but are genuine Um, beautiful on the inside and out. And it's super important to me to have instructors that are all ages, all shapes and sizes, all walks of life. You know, I, many of my instructors are moms. Some of them are younger and working professionals. Some of them are um, mothers. Some of them are divorced. Some of them were never married. Some of them have kids. Some of them don't have kids. Some of them are nurses, teachers. Like, you know, we just have, um, such a great variety. And I look for that, you know, um, of course, I also look for instructors who are, you know, physically fit and love fitness and love uh, leaving leading a healthy lifestyle. So I want my clients to feel like they can have a connection with any one of my instructors. You know, I don't want everybody to be like, I would never, ever have a studio with like cookie cutter, like a Barbie dolls teaching classes, you know, because mm-hmm. that's not real. That's not real life. Like, that's not what people want. That's not what I would want. Um, and it's when I do hire an instructor or a staff member, I always make sure I repeat over and over again during their training when it's, if it's a bar instructor and I'm training them, um, you know, please make sure you have a smile on your face that you're talking like positive conversation around others, you know, just be you because you're beautiful on the inside and you're beautiful on the outside. And, you know, all of those things, like I want them, I want the clients to feel comfortable. They know to always go greet a new client, um, ask them if they have any questions. We usually always check in with a new client after the class and say, you know, how did you enjoy it? But honestly, like, these women that work at my studio are so sincere on their own that that it it might, this is like so easy. It comes Mm -hmm. natural to them, you know? And that's just because like, I'm, I'm just really picky and I can just tell if someone is like, uh, would represent the studio well. Um, and I don't know, it's hard to explain. It's for so long. I would just be like this community of clients that come here is so, 
unlike anything else. Like I've never met kinder women in my life and I've been on teams my whole life and I've been around women obviously and girls and you know how that can sometimes go. And it's not to say, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I, I have just always said, like, I'm so lucky. We're so lucky. Like, these people are just so kind. It's just the kindest community, and we'll always welcome everyone in the door. Nobody ever feels uncomfortable or unwanted or ashamed or awkward, nothing. The clients themselves, too. Like, if they see a new client and they're standing next to them, they'll be like, oh, hi, how are you? This is your first time here, and it's great. I hear it all the time. You know, mm-hmm. or if someone, someone doesn't feel good for some reason, you see another client, go get them a water or, you know, a yoga mat to lay on. It's just unreal. I don't know. I think it definitely picky, starts with but... you though, Cassie. I think it definitely does. I think it starts with the people that you choose because mm-hmm. your instructors yeah. are relatable. Like you see them. I've, we've had an instructor in your studio that is was pregnant and then she came back and then she was teaching the class like working off her baby weight you know Mm -hmm. and it's like I see myself in her and so it's like I feel comfortable coming because I see myself in her so I like to say I'm a nice person so I come to your studio (laughs) like regular girl you know and I you know so your your instructors in your studio space brings regular nice people Mm -hmm. you know because Mm -hmm. we this is where we feel most comfortable you know, yeah. um, yeah. Otherwise you'll see me on a treadmill. That's it by myself. <laughs> right. And usually yeah, like this everyone. type of environment, like this is where people feel most vulnerable. Right? Yeah. Like, really. And it's, it's, yeah. Well, that's why I like her pound class. Cause it's in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the one class where everybody's like, I don't feel coordinated, but it's so fun. But, um, yeah. Cause I mean, I've worked out in gyms like my whole life before I ever opened the studio, you know, and I would like sit there. I was such, such a creep. I'd be like on the treadmill and I'd be like watching people to see what they were doing on the other equipment. Cause I didn't really actually know how to use it. Oh no, I or do I'd, that like, too. <laughs> yeah. Or I'd like watch what they did with the hand weights. So then I'd like be like, all right, so I'm going to go try that. And I'd be like, okay, this is not looking how that girl was yeah, doing. Yeah. I know. No. I have the oh same way. <laughs> So embarrassing. And then I'd like jump into like a class and it was just always awkward gym classes. I don't know why, but for me, it was just awkward. I remember taking one particular class and I like hated it so much. And I'm like, okay, I'm never doing this again. I don't don't know what it was. It was the vibe. I don't know. It's just, I just didn't like it. So I just wanted to make sure that the studio wasn't stuffy, that nobody ever was rude. Everybody's welcoming, you know, and positive and inspiring. And that's just really important. I can't wait to to come after these babies come because I'm going to need some help. (laughs) I know. I know. I'm going to be laid up. It's already starting. I like make my bed into a hospital bed. It's no big deal. (laughs) No big deal. Um, So you've talked a little bit too about like uh, healthy eating um, and you're also uh, involved with Beauty Counter as well. So Safer is something that you are also passionate about. So tell us, you know, give us some tips and tricks of what you've done for not only just yourself, but your family to create safer options and healthier options for your family. Yeah. So I should also say that I am a health coach through the Institute of Integrative Nutrition in New York City. So I did um, that course and that's like a holistic approach to eating, which I've pretty much been doing for a few years now anyways basically how I feed my family. But um, to get back to you, so um, when my first son was two years old, we had like a bit of a health scare with him. And after that, I just kind of like 
researched everything. I mean, everything was fine with him, thank God. But I just got really scared and thought that we were headed down like a really dark path. And it just really scared the daylights out of me. So I just decided that I was going to go like gung-ho and just make sure that everything in my house was safe and, you know, started doing the whole research on products and baby products and food and everything. I was already eating organic, but I definitely still wasn't eating like super healthy as compared to what, what we eat now because I was still learning. Um, products, you know, uh, we, I had contacted Katie because Katie was actually, um, posting all this stuff about beauty counter. I'd never heard of it before. So back when, you know, my first son was like two and a half or three, I placed a big order with her and, um, (laughs) I started then and, you know, I loved all my stuff. And I remember Katie being like, you should join, you should join. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm like so crazy with the studio. And then finally one day. I was like, all right, yeah, I guess it makes sense because I'm like telling other people to order and like sending them Katie's link, which is fine. But it was like the same thing I could be doing for, you know, because I just liked spreading the word. I was like, beauty counter is amazing. You know, these products really work and they're safe and I feel good using them on my son and me. So I ended up incorporating beauty counter into my life and used a lot of their products every single day and still do. Um, now I incorporated it into the studio before I, I was just doing a beauty counter under my own like personal, but then I changed it and I just decided that it would make sense to kind of spread the word to a more broader audience. So I definitely, um, speak highly of beauty counter to my, my studio clients. And I have a lot of clients that order on a regular basis and really love the products because they are addicting and so great. Um, And then, you know, I also do like health coaching uh, with grocery store tours and I meet one-on-one with clients and work with them for like two, three or six month programs, depending on what they choose. And it's just kind of life changing. We just go over, um, it's no diets. We don't do diets. We don't weigh ourselves, nothing like that. I just basically teach them how to eat for their body and how to eat well for the rest of their lives something that when I do work with with clients that what they take out of our meetings and our sessions they will remember for the rest of their lives and you know there's just so much false advertising out there about like buy this shake or like join this meal program and you'll lose 50 pounds like it's just all so ridiculous and sets people up for failure so um, I really loved IAN and their holistic approach to eating and eating well and not depriving yourself and you know, it's just a a whole life changing way of eating. And so I love sharing it with my clients. Um, So my family, I have obviously an infant, she's going to be nine months uh, this week. And then I have a three year old little boy, and then my oldest is seven. And so we live an 8020 lifestyle in this house. So meaning 80% of the time, we eat really, really healthy. And 20% of the time, we don't even think about it. So like for tonight, for instance, my son had T-ball and after we went out for ice cream, you know, and that wasn't even like a thought in my mind, like, oh, you know, I'm going to eat ice cream and like, what's in it? How much sugar? How much dairy? Like we don't, we don't, I don't count calories or anything like that anyways, but um, it's just 80% of the time, you know, I make sure that what we're eating at home is real whole food ingredients and lots of fruits and vegetables. And then 20% of the time, we just enjoy life. And I think that's important. And I try to instill that in my clients that I work with as well. And then, you know, in the home, we just use safe products. 
Um, we use beauty counter on the kids. I use it on myself as well. Um, you know, we take probiotics. We're also a juice plus family. If you're not familiar with that, it's just fruits and vegetables in a chewable form for kids or capsules for adults. And so we all take that every day and that's basically it. Get a lot of exercise and get outside. We're pretty active over here and that's it. It's really easy. Everybody think a lot of people think it's like so hard to, to live healthy and, um, it's really not. It's just, it just needs to click. You know, you just have to hear the right things for you to be like, Oh, I get it. You know? And that's what I, I try to talk to my clients about all the time when I work with them one-on-one, but that's awesome. Basically, yeah. What are the different, um, quickly, what are the different things that you offer at your studio? Cause I know you have a lot of stuff, um, now. Yeah. So we offer booty yoga, which is B U T I yoga. So it's a mix of yoga and tribal dance and pyrometrics. It's really great. It's like you like sweat and it opens up all those endorphins and you're burning calories and you're toning and the music is rad. It's really loud. Uh, it's just a life changing, life changing class. It opens up that opens up that heart chakra like nothing else. Um, so we offer booty yoga. We offer booty sculpt, which is like a hit workout. So it takes elements of booty yoga, but it's into a hit style, which is like a high intensity interval training. So that's a quick class. It's only about 25 to 30 minutes and mm. you sweat and you um, torch a ton of calories. It's really, really awesome. It's a big fan favorite. Um, we also, we offer a lot of bar classes, obviously. Some of them are 60 minutes. Some of them are 45 minutes. We offer pound classes like we were talking about. So that's the one that we teach at nighttime. It's in the dark when it's in the morning, obviously it's not dark, but the dark ones are black lights and you have ripsticks, which are drumsticks. They're slightly weighted about three quarters of a pound. So they are slightly weighted and they glow in the dark and that's fast, uh, to choreograph music that the instructor, uh, learns the choreography ahead of time and it's you know repetitions and striking the sticks and it's really fun it's a head-to-toe cardio workout and that's 45 minutes long we offer tone sweat and flow which is like a yoga type class but except for she uses all sorts of equipment in that class Um, it is a head-to-toe workout and is one of the most popular classes uh, my instructor Tabitha Rose created that class and it is a fan favorite everybody like as soon as that class opens it's full like right away it's really awesome um what else do we offer cardio bar which is like stations and that's at sunrise that's a sunrise class we have sunrise classes monday through friday meaning they start at 5 15 in the morning and that place is full at 5 15 in the morning most days are near full it's so crazy i was doing the desk for a little while this year and it's it's nuts like and these women come and they're like wide awake and ready to go <laughs> that's when awesome. I need to get there with the kid because I the, love it I know I have such a hard time getting there sometimes because I'm like I don't have like child care you know the gym's easy yeah. they have child care but mm-hmm. that would be a good option for me because I can yeah. never my husband's like nighttime schedule I can just never predict it mm-hmm. but right it's good yeah to they know. go religiously and that's exactly why because they have kids at home and awesome. you know, their spouses yeah traveling or working and they can just get it done first thing in the morning but I think it's like once you get used to it at first you feel like you might gonna throw up that early in the morning and then you <laughs> kind of that goes away and it just becomes a part of your day mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but they love it and we also offer Pio um, which is like Pilates and yoga I just took a together. class like that and loved it so I can't wait yeah, to take one at you your... don't use any weights you use like your own body weight yeah. instead and I took um, one at your studio like that. Yeah. Yeah, you took it recently. It's fun. 
Um, what else do we offer? Your we online switch. Like what? we had what? Your online. Yeah, I just started online classes. Uh, they just started in March. So that's just bar. And right now it's just me that's teaching these classes. But yep, we upload four classes a month and for just $16 a month. So it's like a really great deal. You can take it unlimited time. So there's, you know, all these classes that are continuously added. They're never deleted. And you can take however many you want for $16 a month. And it's just bar. And all you need is a chair and three pound hand weights and a yoga mat. And people are loving them so far. I'm loving getting all like the Instagram tags and everything that I can repost it's so exciting that's cool so yeah it's really taken off I think I don't know up to like 176 users so far since wow. March wow so, that's yeah awesome. that's exciting wow yeah 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 so cool so obviously we can all relate right we all um have small businesses and we've started them from the ground up right mm-hmm. and it's very yeah. easy being a business owner and getting like completely sucked in because you could work uh, every day, all day, <laughs> mm-hmm. never stop. Um, but how how do you make sure that you balance your time between your work um, and what you enjoy to do? Yeah, that's really hard. <laughs> yeah, it is super hard. <laughs> so hard. I can't say that I'm very good at it either, but I am definitely making a conscious effort. I feel like this year more than ever, um, you know, after my daughter was born, I was like, all right, my kids are so like, you you know, they're, they're little right now and they're not going to be this way forever. And I don't know about you guys, but I think about that all the time. Like it, like it haunts me that, you know, they're going to be so old so fast. And I I could like cry, like even just talking about it. it. (laughs) That's what I just said. Yep. (laughs) Right. It's, it's just, I think about it all too often and I'm like, I don't ever want to look back and be like, oh my God, I wasted so much time like on my cell phone, like answering emails or, you know, and so I'm constantly trying to remind myself to be like, you don't need to answer that right now. Like put it down. You don't need to respond to people instantaneously, you know? Um, so I really try to make a conscious effort. I'm home, you know, I teach at night, so I'm home during the day with my two little ones while my oldest is at school. And so I've been making a conscious effort to put the phone away or just like take it with me, but go for for an emergency or because my son's in school, but go for a long walk with them, like actually sit on the floor, make sure I'm like actively playing. Cause for the longest time I would like sit on the floor and play with my son, but I don't even, I couldn't even tell you what we were talking about because I wasn't, I wasn't even thinking about what he and I were doing. I was thinking about like work. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's really hard. And I think from the outside, people don't realize how much you put into making the business run, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it, it's it's so easy for somebody to make an observation or just assume that like, um, you know, you're unorganized or you just like don't care that much or you're overlooking this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, oh my God, like I am so spent. I'm in a million different directions. If you if you even knew like a quarter of what goes into running a business by yourself, it's insane, you know, Mm -hmm. and to also raise a family at the same time. So I'm just trying to mentally make sure that I am, you know, putting the phone away, putting the computer away and completely checking out and then setting like set times throughout the day where I'll pick it back up again. I'm really trying to do that, um, you know, as often as I possibly can. 
Um, the weekends I don't teach, so I try to make that family time. But I'll be honest, this job is like 24 hours. I was like in labor with Taya in August. And like I was literally two hours before she was born, I was like texting my receptionist that were like asking me questions about something that I did <laughs> need to answer her about. But I was like literally in between, like I could barely breathe. I was like swearing under my breath, like crawling on the bed, like, oh my God. And I'm like, oh shoot, I got to tell her this. I'm like texting. I'm like, this is crazy. And then two hours later, I'm like, here's she, here's she born. Yeah. You know? Oh my gosh. Um, I think we can all share stories like that. Even when I'm sleeping, I think I'm like thinking of new ideas or thinking of somebody I forgot to reply to. Like, it's just crazy all the time. But I don't know. I do the best I can. And I just hope someday I won't, you know, regret all the hours I did work. But it's just trying to balance everything. It's just the... It's just the challenge, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a constant game mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And if you do have that time for yourself, like what's one thing mm-hmm. that you love to do for just you? Okay, so you guys will appreciate this because um, for a couple of months this year, I was working the desk at sunrise, so the 5.15 a.m. class, meaning like I had to leave my house at like 4.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so in order for me to wake up and be like, motivated to go there that early in the morning i listened to your podcast on the way there I'm oh the way there. Yeah, i love that right? it was like it was <laughs> like so... time and i was like that's there's so even like awesome. a coffee place open at this hour like what am i doing so i would but your commute isn't very long and we talked for a really long time <laughs> yeah it was great i would like pick it and then i'd go inside the studio do the desk and then i'd start my car back up and listen oh, to it. That makes me awesome. so happy. Yeah. <laughs> Smiling yeah, so pretty big now. Like, some good, like, that was good me time, you know? And oh. I try to, you know, my husband will be like, I'm going to draw you up a bath, which sounds so ridiculous, but, like, I love bubble baths. <laughs> so he would, like, be like, see me getting really stressed out, and he's be like, I think you need to go, like, chill out. <laughs> so I'll have, like, you know, like, my cup of coffee or something and go, like, zone out for, like, 15 minutes, and I'm like, okay, I feel better. Um, so I tried to do that or I'll like even go for a run if I have the time and he's here to help watch the kids. But I do try to take, I, it's super important to take time for you. Um, I would read books cause I love to read, but honestly, if I were to start reading, I would just fall asleep now. Like yep. I'm such a zombie. That is me too. <laughs> so I'm I can never really read. Work. It's sad. I need to do like the books Audio. on tape or yeah, whatever yeah. you call them. Audible, yeah, audibles. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I have the same read. problem. Mm-hmm. Cassie, we're so similar. <laughs> so, so similar. I know. We really are. Okay. So um, we ask all of our guests this. So what are three mm-hmm. things, silly, practical, or comforting, or whatever, that you can't live without, that you have to go everywhere with? And so I've been thinking about this all day. I don't <laughs> even know what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you that, and this is practical, I guess, but I couldn't live without my cell phone because I just need to have it. Like, like you said, Katie, I think I don't want to – the podcast I listened to you mm-hmm. in your interview, but like in case somebody needed to reach me for an emergency, like that's like my yeah. like security blanket. I need to know that it's charged and it's on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so charged. That's that. an important one, right? <laughs> Mine's never charged. No, it's like so important. <laughs> and this is going to sound so petty, but I have like such bad rosacea on my face that I need to make sure that I have like my, um, my, like the makeup on my face, like the, just just like powder or something because mm-hmm. <laughs> I like really do not like to go anywhere without it otherwise my cheeks are like flaming red that's um, okay I said concealer it. pen concealer pen yeah. oh yeah that's what I, I think I said concealer pen though but <laughs> maybe I should use a concealer pen but that um I haven't tried isn't that crazy I've never even tried a concealer pen in my life oh, oh my god it's, it's the best 
It really right. is. Yeah. Why, why do you say that? Because it I feel like I'd have to dot the concealer pen all over my cheeks. Well, I do that. I do it on my like areas or under your nose or your chin. Mm-hmm. I like literally use it like yeah. a foundation, but I mainly use it for under my eyes. Like mm-hmm. I cake that on. And hey, really? one of her friends said that she thought I looked like 10 years younger. Yeah. When she saw well, you me. you do have good skin, though. No. So. Well, and yes, she, she was I like, she Katie, does. I think she's you right. like. She does. It's so She's like, I think you age <laughs> yeah. backwards or whatever the hell you say that, however you say that. Backwards, and I was like, like oh, my God. God. And I told her it was beauty counter. Because what? I literally put concealer on right before I came in the store, like refreshed it. Yeah. I mean, that store restaurant. And do you remember when Heather tried it and her daughter was yeah. like, you look. We did one <laughs> eye with it and one eye without because she didn't believe me. Yeah. And then her daughter was like, Oh, like to the yeah. eye without. Like that side looks much better. Oh, yeah. Like it was really funny. Yeah. That's so funny. You'll have to try it. There's nice still stuff day. I haven't tried, but Same. you definitely have to try that. This is probably petty too. Like, I don't know. These aren't good answers. Don't, I feel don't, like I would need No, it's for you. Okay, don't worry about three. that. Okay, that would have to be like my eyelash extensions. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> because I, as a mom, like, you don't have time to be putting, like, eyeliner on or, like, you know, you just need to, like, I literally, like, throw my, like, powder or whatever on my face, my foundation, and, like, run out the door, maybe mm-hmm. a little chapstick, mm-hmm. um, but I don't have time for eye makeup, but me without eye makeup, like, right now, at the age of 36, like, I look like a walking zombie, like, people will be like, oh, are you sick? And I'm like, <laughs> I just don't have makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like no I'm just like ugly without makeup like, oh my god me, did you, you know? hear my story about I'm sorry I'm just oh. ugly like I'm not pretty wet oh, <laughs> it sounds so weird I know that sounds weird saying it like that but that's when, pe- when people are wet is when they don't have makeup on so you either look pretty wet or you don't God, yeah. I no, I don't either. Oh my god! But I have never tried the um, eyelash extensions. Oh, I don't know if I could god. ever get my husband to um, agree to watch the kids while I go get that done. Oh my god, it's like so amazing. I've no, never. You I know. Tell on, him like, what you're going to no, do. I've had them since like 2010. I know. I don't think like, I've ever seen you really without them. You look always see, so pretty. I always had them on. Yes, and like for a short period of time, like after I had the baby this year, I. I, I couldn't get there, so I, like, didn't have them on. And, you know, when you're postpartum, you just feel like a hot mess anyway. Aww. And then I would, like – then I look in the mirror, and I'm, like, you oh, go from yeah. these long eyelashes to yeah. none. It was not a pretty sight. Nice. They're back. Well, it was probably only you who saw that, but, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, we're our we're own worst critic, but I was just, like, so tired, three kids and running the business. And I'm, like, and I'm like how dare I not have eyelashes <laughs> I wouldn't be able to have someone that close to my face. Like I remember getting my makeup done for my wedding and I was sitting on the, like the toilet and the wall. And I, I'm pretty sure my head was like almost touching the wall. Cause the lady kept coming at my face. I was like, girl, like you've got to back up. Like this is not yeah. okay. I don't really like getting my makeup done either. Like it professionally. Yeah. I don't like that either. No. But this like you lay down on a bed and you just like close your eyes and they're like behind you. So it's like, relaxing but then i'd be scared yeah, i'd be like when on i open like what's going on <laughs> yeah yeah diane you're definitely not on a toilet getting eyelashes <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's that <laughs> just you know Shoot great picture for you <laughs> they're addicting though because once you get them you love them so much then when you take them off you look in the mirror and you're like hey Ooh, girl you're like <laughs> okay <laughs> you're 10 foot eyelash extensions but i love them oh my gosh i love it they're great so what is a funny um mommy brain or mommy fail story that you can share with us do you have one? Oh god 
Yeah. Um, I probably have too many. So, um, but one that sticks out in particular is I remember when I had my first son and he was just an infant, he was like maybe four weeks old, four or five weeks old. My mom, like, unfortunately she was sick. And so she was in the hospital and I was, I remember it was marathon Monday and I was like rushing out the door to go see her. She was in the hospital and framing him. And so I was rushing out the door to get, to get there. And so I was getting ready and, um, we lived in a condo on like a second floor. And so I had to take my dog out on a leash. Like we didn't have a fenced in backyard. So I had to like take her outside. So my, my son was just an infant and he was in his swing. Nobody else was home. So I just like ran her out real quick on the, on the, on the um, leash out front, went to bring her back inside and realized that I had locked the door. Oh the God. Top. Yeah. Like our door, not the main door downstairs, but the door upstairs to get into where we lived actually. And so I'm like banging on the door. I had no phone because it was inside. <gasps> now I have this like brand new baby like swinging away, but I can't even see him. It's not even a door you can like see through. It's just like a solid wood door. And so I went downstairs. We had, you know, one set of neighbors that lived downstairs. And I'm like, can I use your phone? I like need to call the police because I can't get in and the baby's upstairs. He's like, oh, yeah, sure. So I call 911. They had to like ax down the door and <gasps> then they had to come in and like make sure Jameson was okay because obviously – he was like, I, and I could hear him crying through the door. And I oh, felt no. like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm the worst mom ever. Like I just became a mom. Like who does this? Right. So then I, I was just like so frazzled because my mom was sick, you know? And so then we, that's all over. And I called my husband. I'm like, the door is broken. I'm like, I'm sorry. They had to like exit down. So they <laughs> locked our baby inside the house. But I'm like, anyways, so then <laughs> I put the baby in the car and I'm like so frustrated with myself and like flustered and we're driving and I'm like on 495 and I turn around to look at the baby and I'm like, oh my God, I never even buckled him in the car seat. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely so I, like, done that. All in one day. Oh, first, Cassie, yeah, you like poor thing. And I'm like, oh my God. So at this point I'm like shaking. Oh my God. And I remember then it was like the marathon. So all like the roads were blocked off. I had to go like this roundabout way. Finally made it to the hospital. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like who let me be a parent? And that was just the beginning. You know, there's probably yeah. been like 7,000 other. Yeah. Well, I did it again. Cause then we moved into our house and I had just had my second son and it was like the hottest day in the year. Oh, I like remember August. this. <laughs> I remember you telling yeah, me about this. Like, yeah, it was like August. And I had a two-week-old. My husband had just gone back to work. And then I had Jameson, who was three. And he was potty training still. So he was just in underwear. We had no shoes on. And the studio lock had broken. And so I had somebody at the studio, a locksmith, fixing the lock. Well, he came to my house to drop the new keys off to me, which is very nice. And I went outside to get the keys from him and the kids came out with me and my dog was barking at the guy and she just barked up against the door and like pushed the door shut and we were locked out so I had no phone I knew no neighbors it was like a work day so there was nobody home and so we had no phone to call I was carrying the baby I was carrying Jacoby and he had a onesie Jameson just had underwear on and a t-shirt we had no shoes oh my god (laughs) moved yeah so we're like walking up and down the neighborhood and I'm like, oh my God, we're knocking on houses. Nobody's answering because everybody's at work. So finally the mailman comes by and I'm like, can I please use your phone? I'm like, we're locked out. Oh my so God. You poor My husband thing. was at work in Boston. So we again had to call the fire department and they tried to get in and every single window in my house was locked because we had the ACs on and I'm also like 
a psycho about locking windows. So like every window, even on the top floor was locked. They couldn't get in with a ladder anywhere. So we my we sat inside the fire truck with the AC on and they were like really concerned because it was so hot and I had this brand new baby. It was like so, so hot. And so they had him in the AC and anyways, we had to have a locksmith come and like break the lock and put a new lock on. I'm like, oh my, oh my God. God. My parents are like, you didn't learn yet to put like a spare key. And I'm like, nope, not yet. I didn't learn yet, but I'm going to. Oh my oh. God, <laughs> you poor it. thing. You know what you should yeah. get is, because I'm kind of scared of the like, um, hide keys is like those codes, yeah. like the ones where you like type in a code. Mm-hmm. Then you can like oh, teach your, I, I mean, we have a garage now where you can do the code and so our kids could get in when they get older. But I was thinking that's such yeah, a nice yeah, thing yeah. for kids. Like they get home from school when they're a little bit older. If mom isn't there, something they can right. key mm-hmm. themselves in. Um, And you're not alone on windows. I'm crazy with windows. Oh, I lock all my windows. I lock the door when people, like, there's times where I'm like, someone stops by to drop something off. I'm like, okay, bye. And I shut the door and lock it. And then they're like, oh, wait. And then they're like trying to get back in or like trying. I'm like, oh, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. It's just a habit. (laughs) I don't want some creepy person coming in. No, Um, I'm the same way. All right. So we finish off um, all of our interviews with a game. And I know you've oh. heard of it. Watch y'all call it. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try to um, name a couple quickly. And um, I think I'll do, I like, I think it's better when we just like rapid, rapid fire. fire. Yeah, okay. Go. Just go. All right. So chest of drawers or bureau? Bureau. Garbage or trash? Trash. String cheese or cheese stick? Cheese stick. Lightning bugs or firefly? Firefly. Stroller or carriage? Stroller. Remote control or clicker? Clicker. Bucket seat or car seat? Car seat. Diane, beer barn or brew through? <laughs> what? I knew it. <laughs> beer barn or brew through? Oh my God, neither. I, I don't know. even we know. Don't, I know. Oh, Why don't drive through? It's a drive through bar. Like, drive through. Uh, it's not a drive through bar. It's a drive through liquor store. Liquor store. Yeah, there they're called go. beer barns. Oh. We call it the Packy, but you don't drive through there. <laughs> oh, Packy. That is another one. Liquor store or Packy? Yeah. Liquor store or Packy. Yeah. Yep, there you go. Does that mean packy. the same thing? Or is Packy like sells beer and liquor store is just liquor? Because there's some states where it's like it's just liquor and oh. you can only get beer somewhere else. Well, yeah. The one I used to go to when I was 18. <laughs> <laughs> See, I did the drive through at 18. That's what we did. <laughs> I think it's In Colorado. I'm going to go with both. Oh, okay. Um, uh, <laughs> garage sale, yard sale, or tag sale? <laughs> yard sale. I don't, know why we have all, sale. I don't know why we have all three. I think it was because one of your friends mentioned one. Okay. Uh, last, oh wait, sofa or couch? Couch. And then flip Not a bitch fancy. or U-turn? What? Flip a bitch or U-turn? Oh, you turn. <laughs> I, might no. need, I might need to switch though. <laughs> I know. Even my mom says it. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Yeah, two new two new phrases: flip a bitch and a beer barn. And we're supposed to have it. another interview See what if I we can tonight. if we can get back if we can get our schedules connected. And she lives in Colorado, so who knows? Oh, I don't know. if She grew up there though. <laughs> I've only had one thus far. <laughs> I gotta find somebody from the. Texas. At least you know I didn't make it up. That's okay. We'll get somebody from Texas. They'll be like Beerborn. There you go. Quick. There you go. We need a Texas. <laughs> all those Texas listeners out there. We have so many. <laughs> Mary Tatum. Give us your give us your friends. All right. And then the other thing that we do at the end is a quote from the conversation. I, I, sometimes I do it before I'll have one that like comes to mind. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm doing it in the middle when I'm listening. 
Um, and to yours, I was doing actually while I was listening because I think it's just really cool when you're talking about like the culture that you create in the studio. Um, and I know for sure, like just, I'm thinking about myself and like we just shared last week with the twins and then I'm like, holy cow, I've had four kids in four years. Like this is a lot. And I'm like nervous about trying to go back, but just hearing like what, um, you make important is so really like awesome and inspiring. So, um, the quote that we picked for tonight was, you can always tell who the strong women are. They're the ones you see building one another up instead of tearing each other down. Love that. I love that. Yeah. I love that quote so much. Me Super too. important to me too. Awesome. Because cool. I think that you'll always run into people and women too <laughs> that will try to yeah. do the opposite. But you need to stand your ground and just continue to surround yourself with other people that are like-minded and support mm-hmm. you. I think it's very important. Yeah. And when people aren't nice, I'm like, oh man, like, why aren't you nice? Like, just be yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. Definitely out there. But you know what? It just makes, it just reminds you of like who you are and where you come from and what you stand for and what you won't stand for, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And the people you surround yourself with. Yeah. Exactly. I don't have time for that nonsense. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> no time. See you later. <laughs> oh, well, Cassie, thank you so much it for was awesome having you for doing this thank with you, us. Guys. And um, I know that we all have really, really busy um, days. So to yeah. stay up an extra hour for us is awesome. I don't know what time you normally go to bed, but we really appreciate it. We know you're trying to juggle a baby too. So it's really sweet yeah. of you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. You guys asking me. It was like truly an honor and you guys are amazing yourself. So thank you so much. Oh, and why don't you um, tell us your website and anything else that you want to like an email or I don't, I don't know what else. How people can find you. Yeah. Yeah. www.livelovebarbarre.com. Perfect. And the same thing, like there, you, you can, from there, you can link to like our Facebook or our Instagram. We usually post pictures of like some of our classes and session and stuff, and that helps to inspire new clients to check it out. I think too. Perfect. We'll awesome. also put it on the episode, but um, it's good to thank hear it you. as well. Yes. But yay! Well, thank you so much again. Thank you, thank Cassie. You. Yes, Cassie. See you guys soon. Okay. All right. Have a good night. All right. Bye. Bye too. <laughs>